Welcome to World Footprints Radio, the show where we celebrate responsible travel, culture, and heritage. Featuring your hosts, Tanya and Ian Fitzpatrick. Now, World Footprints Radio. Sound you hear in the background are the waves coming ashore here on Palm Island, one of the 32 islands that comprise the wonderful paradise of St. Vincent and the Grenadines. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to World Footprints today, the leading voice in socially responsible travel and lifestyle. I'm Tanya Fitzpatrick, and along with my husband Ian, right here with me, we're spotlighting three special resorts we've visited on our journey through St. Vincent and the Grenadines. Thanks, dear. On today's World Footprints, it's a taste of paradise as we explore St. Vincent and the Grenadines. Out of the 32 islands that make up St. Vincent and the Grenadines, only nine are inhabited and each offers some unique accommodations. And we'll introduce you to three of our favorite resorts on today's show. Our first stop takes us to St. Vincent and Bucknett Bay Resort. Bucknett Bay is a brand new five-star all-inclusive resort surrounded by lush green mountains, rainforests, and a white sand beach. Resort manager Christine Nellis will offer a virtual tour of the array of experiences that families, couples, and business travelers can enjoy. So whether you're traveling with your family or you're here for a honeymoon, I think we kind of are open to a real, to a discerning traveler, but also the kind of traveler that wants varied experiences. Next, it's off to the island of Beckway, the largest of the Grenadine Islands. Here we'll introduce Bent Morstead, owner of the enchanting Beckway Beach Hotel. This boutique hotel is inspired by stylish Mystique Island villas and is situated on the beautiful Friendship Beach. Lush tropical gardens embrace the grounds and provide a luxurious and relaxing experience. Now I planted about 4,000 bushes and flowers here quite recently, all from St. Vincent and, and Beckway and palm trees and, and uh, just uh, made it should, should be a lush uh, gardens. Finally, we'll explore the island where today's show originates from, the private, beautiful Palm Island, here in the Southern Grenadines, and the Palm Island Resort. The resort is an eco-friendly, all-inclusive 135-acre resort that is intimate with only 41 guest rooms and two villas. General Manager Chris Gita will entice us with a tour of the amenities, activities, dining options, and accommodations. I'm Tanya Fitzpatrick. And I'm Ian Fitzpatrick, and this is World Footprints. Visit and connect with us at worldfootprints.com. Buckingham Bay Resort on the island of St. Vincent is a brand new five-star all-inclusive resort surrounded by lush green mountains, rainforests, and a white sand beach. Yes, the White Sand Beach. Buckingham Bay features the Liverpool Football Club Soccer School and Pat Cash Tennis Academy and also the Harlequin Performing Arts Academy and world-class cuisine. This resort offers something for everyone as we sit down with Christine Nellis of Buckingham Bay for an inside look. Thank you, Ian. We're very glad to have you here at Buckingham Bay. Well, as you know, the resort is only just over two years old, so really a baby, and the first of its own in St. Vincent, in the Grenadines. So we are just basically flourishing now, getting on the map. A lot of people don't even know where St. Vincent is, right? So the philosophy behind the property is we want it to be five-star, but in a casual way, providing 
tremendous service to our guests and services, but in a relaxed atmosphere. And I think that's what our guests are responding to. We have so many amazing relationships. Uh, there's so many amazing things for kids to do while they're here different food and beverage outlets to choose from, just a real wide variety of things. So whether you're traveling with your family or you're here for a honeymoon, I think we kind of are open to a real, to a discerning traveler, but also the kind of traveler that wants varied experiences from laying on the beach to doing nothing, to taking a trip to Tobago Keys or to playing tennis with a professional. You know, there's a real wide range here, but yet you're on an island that's not developed that is gorgeous and small. The people are very genuinely friendly. So I think it's really special in that way. You know, we're not overdeveloped. We still have all those special things that people want to experience. And I think the people coming to St. Vincent, they're a discerning kind of traveler who wants to experience a small country, a small island, and the people and the culture. Well, Christine, people listening to your voice will wonder, you know, or question whether or not you're from this area, and you're not. What brought a nice girl from Manitoba here to St. Vincent? Just share a little bit of your story. I've lived in the Caribbean for over five years now. My husband and I left Canada years ago, 10 years ago, tired of the cold and just wanted to travel and experience more. And we ended up in Grenada, which is the island south of St. Vincent, and ended up spending five years there running a boutique hotel and just, you know, fell in love with the Caribbean. And uh, then we did some consulting and traveled elsewhere. We worked in Central America and in Mexico most recently. And it kind of seems like our calling is to be back in the in the Caribbean, and we love it. And St. Vincent is very similar to Grenada. I think that's why I love it so much. It's just slightly smaller and slightly less developed. And here in St. Vincent, we're actually the only resort on the island, whereas in Grenada, there are a few more properties to choose from. So that's why St. Vincent is so special, because we've got all these amazing staff that this is their first resort job, right? So it's kind of fun to work with people like that, that are green, that are eager to learn, and just are you know, so friendly. That Those are the comments we get from our guests all the time is that, wow, your staff are incredible. So for me, it's just, I, I love experiencing different cultures and food. And I guess that's why I'm in this business, right? So it's it's good fun. You mentioned food, and that's one of the, the pillars that you're building this resort around, food, entertainment, sports activities, and you're doing unique things in each of those areas. Tanya had a chance to experience the Harlequin School today mm. where she learned how to sing like a professional singer. Talk to us about how you are positioning this resort to really grow in the years to come with some of these different activities and activity outlets for your right. visitors. Right, and I think that's where we are unique, especially here in the Caribbean. So we have this relationship with Harlequin Performing Arts and all of these West Enders and Broadway performers. The fellow who's, who's here now has been in Les Miserables for years. It's pretty incredible that you can come to a resort like this and have a lesson with someone at that caliber, right? It's incredible. The Pat Cash Tennis Academy, the Liverpool Football Club. I think people are just astonished when they see, you know, some of these, and they're really, they're celebrities, right? Whether it be in sports or in the arts. And uh, there really, really isn't any other property in the Caribbean that currently is doing that and has those types of relationships with these with these kinds of sporting activities. So it that really sets us apart. And I think moving forward, um, that will only become stronger and will grow. Because keep in mind, I mean, a lot of people still don't know where St. Vincent is, right? And the property is only two years old. So I think it's just it's word of mouth. It's 
it's all those kinds of things. But it's been incredible, the feedback we've gotten. And, and August was an interesting month because we had so many children. And the mums and dads were always saying, you know what, Christine, it's amazing. I don't have to uh, be frightened for my children. They're just off on their own. They go to HQ and get a, an ice cream by themselves. They look five years old. You never do that in London or in, even in Winnipeg, right? In Canada, you'd be like, oh, okay, where are my children? I have to be on them all the time. So, you know, I think parents are just so relaxed. They know that their kids are taken care of here. They're not going to get kidnapped. You know, they can just roam free, do what they want, and then see you later at the tennis courts or see you later at the cricket pitch or whatever the case may be. So I think, um, you know, it's just, it's a really different concept, but it doesn't mean you have to participate in those things, right? Uh, I just think it's a special offering. You know, even if, let's say, you're into tennis and your husband isn't, you can lay on the beach, you can go to the spa, you can do those kinds of things while your husband's, you know, playing in the staff soccer game, you know. So I, I think it's, it's really neat that way and it's very diverse. And I think those relationships with these professionals will only grow because, um, you know, these guys, whether it be Pat Cash or Limboy Primus, who is here, or the rugby players that have come, I think there's this buzz now, like, oh, man, you know what? We can, we can come here and have, stay at this amazing place and teach these kids and these adults. And for them, it's, it's not just about work. It's also about giving back as well, as, you know, because we'll get school kids that will come in. And then these celebrities, these sporting guys, will be like, okay, come on, let's, let's bring the schools in. Let's, let's give them some lessons. Let's... So for them, I think they find it really rewarding as well. And then how could they not love staying here, right? So it's a win-win for all of us. I understand that as of this date, the property is only 25% complete. Um, there's a lot of expansion that's going to be taking place. And a little birdie told me that as of February, you'll become the general manager. So I have a two-part question. What will be your vision for this property going forward and uh, in, in its growth and because it will become a mega resort, how can visitors who want to come and experience some of the luxury items that you have or offerings that you have, how can you accommodate the same visitors who also want an authentic experience here to, to experience St. Vincent in its authentic form and the cultural offerings? Well, I think the vision, of course, for the company is all about service. You've got this beautiful environment, but if you don't give people the service that they're looking for and the amenities they're looking for, they're not going to be happy. So whether we are we maintain an, our 102 villas is what we're at now, or we're at 365, I think that that concept is kind of the the bare bones and the philosophy of the company is that we want to we want to have amazing staff, we want to have amazing service, but in kind of a, a lovely casual way. We're not going to be wearing gloves and bow ties. It just doesn't fit with where we are. So I think for me too that's really important I want to have amazing staff that really care and take it to the next level and are attentive but not over the top and I think that's a fine balance in this business it really is you know sometimes it's just okay no service at all or it's so kind of obtrusive that you're like oh please could you just leave me alone so we really want to balance that and I think that's at the forefront and then secondly what are we offering our guests you know just we want the quality to be there and the option so that our guests feel like they're having this amazing five-star experience and they've got all these options to choose from, but yet it's casual and easy and just lovely. And they feel like they're home, you know, that kind of a concept. Now, moving forward as the project grows, 
um, I think we have to, it would be silly for us to think, oh, well, how is that going to change things? How is it going to impact things? But I think we all are very conscious of that, and we have to be, right? Because we also want our guests to continue to have that authentic experience. And I think they'll definitely get that by the fact that we only pretty much employ Vincentians. It's just, you know, we have some expatriate managers, obviously, but uh, 99% of our staff are Vincentian, which is incredible, right? And I think that's what makes this place authentic as well. I mean, if you've probably experienced that staying here, these people are lovely. They don't have to try. That's just how they are. They're warm and they're friendly. And, you know, where did they work before? Maybe they were at the bank or a grocery store or cutting hair, and now they're working at this resort, and they're so proud, and they want to show it off. And they and so that's really that's really neat to see. You don't sometimes see that in more developed islands because it's almost like they're annoyed, <laughs> whereas the people here are just, embracing it and so I think glad that they have this opportunity right um, and we really want to advocate you know promoting from within and mentoring and taking care of our staff and and the intentions and working with them and making them supervisors and managers and we've already seen that already like we've got some real superstars here um, so I think that that's that's key and then the island itself I mean it's not going to change. I mean, it's gorgeous, right? It's uh, got so much to offer. You know, we're right on the, the sea. So it's just a matter of us being clever in how we continue to build and being sustainable and then just nourishing our, our staff. For me, that's the most important, for sure. Now, that staff enables you to have a high level of touch and interaction with your guests. Uh, you've got over 300 staff people here, which uh, means that there are at least one person, if not more, to take care of everyone who's, who's here. And so you have a lot of interaction, and people really feel welcome when, when they're here. And that's really part of the philosophy behind this resort, to really make you feel comfortable and almost feel like you're at home, because you do have people staying for a week on average, if not longer. Right. Right, absolutely. So our visitors from the UK typically stay a week, but we have this summer have had several uh, families that have stayed two weeks. We've had some guests who've stayed three weeks, which is incredible, actually. And they've had kids, so for them it was just over the top, right? They just uh, I remember this family that had a five-year-old and a seven-year-old, and when they were here for the first few days, you could tell they're a bit on edge. Okay, no, no, where are you going? No, no, stay by me. And then by like the end of the first week, these kids are just on their own, biking everywhere. You'd see them down on the beach. Like it was, the parents were so relaxed. It was like the perfect holiday for them, right? So, um, so I think you know it is true. I mean, typically in the Caribbean, you know, your your staffing ratio is is slightly different than elsewhere in the world. Uh, we do typically have more staff. Um, so right now, this time of the year in the summer, you know, we tend to hire a lot of casuals as well, just to kind of cover. And uh, you know, as we get busier, we'll actually end up hiring more staff as well. But that's. Uh, you know, that's a good thing. If we can hire more people and give them more jobs and groom them in this business, then it, it's amazing for everybody, right, to have this kind of experience. You know, and for them, it's a great opportunity because your skills are so transferable in this, in the hospitality industry, right? You know, look at myself, you know, starting off in Canada, and I was just a front desk agent, and now I've traveled all around the world, and I've been general managers at places, and the skills you learn in this business are incredible. They really are, right? So... Part of the future of, of Buckingham Bay is going to be built on more inbound tourism coming from North America, from the United States and Canada, and you're making improvements as we speak in terms of new restaurants such as Trader Vic and, and a whole bunch of other amenities that are going to open up the market. 
Talk to us about some of those things that are coming, as well as this new international airport and, and even some of the fantastic ways you're picking up guests by boat when they arrive. Right. That's pretty exciting. So we've just acquired a boat. So what we'll do is we'll pick up the guests. Uh, at the airport. We'll shuttle them the two-minute ride to the ferry. They get on our lovely boat, and they're transported on the sea, and the boat literally comes right up on the beach. They're, you know, welcomed with their cold towel and their drink, and what an amazing way to, an experience to arrive, right? So, and along with that, uh, the plans for the international airport, there's, I mean, it's set to open in 2014. We'll see what happens there. I mean, it would be tremendous for us. Uh, Our guests would be certainly pleased not to have to fly through Barbados or St. Lucia and wait there. But having said that, you know, the the U.S., the, the North American market for us is completely untapped. I think since I've been working here, we've had, I can think I can count on one hand how many Americans we've had, or Canadians, you know, it, it's just, it's untapped. So I think, you know, the, the company itself now is really striving to get into that market because it could be amazing for us. It really could. So I think... Uh, Moving forward, next year, we're going, we're going to definitely see uh, an increase in our guests from North America. That'll be great. You know, it's nice to have a, a good mix, right? But now it's pretty much like 90% from the UK. Now, one of the things that I like about what you're doing in terms of positioning this resort, it appeals to families, but it also appeals to couples. I love these villas and these plunge pools, as you call them. And there are really a lot of things here that make this place just as welcoming to couples on romantic getaways. For sure, sure, exactly. And I think sometimes you don't want to pigeonhole yourself in this business either, right? And I think that that's what we've done very well is that there are so many different kinds of amenities, whether it be for families or for couples like you or if you're on a honeymoon. We've done actually in August we did four destination weddings, which were incredible. Um, This week we have two sets of honeymooners that are here. So, you know, and look at how gorgeous the beach is, the pool areas. It's not like you need, you can be off on your own little world if you want or you can be social. It's kind of neat in that way that you know things are close enough together that you can walk around and you know it's it's doable but yet kind of private and spread out enough that if you want to just be on your own and that's not not an issue and how the rooms are set up I mean they're lovely as well they're appointed very nicely and with those nice little punch pools as you were mentioning that you like off the back so uh you know we set up beach dinners we can do lots of special little things right so I think uh yeah just because families are welcome here doesn't mean that couples and honeymooners it's a special place for everybody really one of the things that we noticed today during brunch in uh, bamboo is that the restaurants seem to be built around some of the trees and so you left some of the tree standing and I know um I understand from our conversation before and just from some of the research that we've done that uh, Buckingham Bay is implementing some very important sustainable initiatives. Tell us about some of those and the conservation efforts that uh, that may be coming soon. Well, lots of things. I mean, we try to give as much business to our local vendors as possible. So the fishermen, you know, the fruits, the vegetables, all those kinds of things. It's really important to obviously buy as much as we can locally. Obviously, that's, you know, like hospitality 101, right? Then internally, it's, you know, it's kind of a a culture we're trying to set that let's not be wasteful. Let's turn off the lights. Let's turn off the ACs. Just kind of a like a global consciousness for all of us. Pick up the litter. We want to make sure 
we do um, very regular cleanings of the beach because, you know, obviously fish die when plastic goes in and then it wrecks your reef. And just to kind of educate everybody, you know, the managers and the staff, how important it is to, to not be wasteful and leave taps on and, and, you know, those kinds of things. And then from a sustainability point, um, we've implemented a lot of programs which are really, like I was mentioning about the sports programs, inviting the schools to practice. We've got the professional league here. We let them use our pitch as well. Um, the Harlequin Performing Arts, we're actually working with the Buckhamit Bay Secondary School. So right across the river, there's a nice little school there. And um, we are actually in the process of putting together a program where their kids come over here twice a week to practice for their choir and uh, we're helping them out with their library over there, and I'm going to get them some more books and things like that, because they're our neighbor, right? You know, So uh, anything that we can do to, to help the community, the surrounding community of Buckamint Bay, uh, I think is really, really important. You know, And because they're all excited that the resort is here as well, right? They're like, oh, my auntie works there. My cousin works there. My grandma works there, you know? So everybody, you see somebody, it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know somebody who works there. Of course they do, right? It's a, it's a small country. So it's super important, uh, you know, for obviously from the corporate level, but also all of us here to, you know, be meshed with the, with the local culture, right? And to give back as much as we can. And then internally here to educate our staff that, you know, we, we need to be good to the environment. You know, let's save a tree. <laughs> it, but it's all on a very... You know, basic level, but if we all kind of participate, then we can all make a difference too, right? We have to start somewhere. So it's really important. Christine Nellis, Resort Manager at Buckman Bay Resort here in St. Vincent and the Grenadines. We thank you so much for being with us on World Footprints. My pleasure. Coming up, we're off to the island of Beckway, the largest of the Grenadine Islands. We'll visit Beckway Beach Hotel on Beckway's beautiful Friendship Beach, arguably the most beautiful beach on the island. Now, I planted about 4,000 bushes and flowers at quite recently, all from St. Vincent and, and Beckway, and palm trees, and, and uh, just uh, made it, so it should be a lush uh, garden. Next, as World Footprints continues. Hi, this is Paul Harris from uh, Sevenoaks in England. We're once again here in New Orleans. I think it's my 35th or 40th, 40th time, and it's always a pleasure to come back. We always bring our, our musicians with us, and it's a great pleasure to uh, meet uh, our friends from World Footprints, and uh, wish you all the success with your show, and uh, looking forward to seeing you again sometime. Adding Seneca Falls, New York to your travel plans, you're opening yourself up to a remarkable part of history. You may know that Seneca Falls is the birthplace of the US women's rights movement in 1848. But did you know that the idea for Seneca Falls Conference started in London, England in 1840? Interested in finding out more? Visit Suffrage Wagon News Channel suffragewagon.org. My name is Lubin Oliver. I'm from the tiny island back where the Mason and the Grenadines. And I uh, want to wish you all the best for coming to Beckway, Tanya and uh, Ian. I wish you a safe trip back and when you go back home, tell all the wonderful people about Beckway. It's the only paradise in St. Vincent and the Grenadines. And I will encourage you to listen to all footprint, the best in the world. Enjoy. 
You're listening to World Footprints Radio, awarded as the best travel audio podcast by the North American Travel Journalists Association. Here's Tanya and Ian Fitzpatrick. Welcome back to World Footprints. I'm Ian Fitzpatrick. The island of Beckway, just a short ferry ride from St. Vincent, has a different, off-the-beaten-path kind of vibe. Warm and inviting, Beckway's a place to relax. The beautiful Beckway Beach Hotel on the island's Friendship Beach draws its inspiration from the nearby island of Mustique and its stylish villas. Lush tropical gardens embrace the grounds and provide a luxurious and relaxing experience. Bent Mortstead, owner of the Beckway Beach Hotel, left his homeland of Sweden and found paradise here. And you'll understand why you've got to visit. I'm here with Bent Mortstead, the developer and proprietor of the Beckway Beach Hotel here on the beautiful island of Beckway in the Grenadines, the, the beautiful, the truly beautiful part of St. Vincent and the Grenadines. And we thank you for being with us today on World Footprints, Bent. Welcome here and, and uh, to the sunny Caribbean. This is quite south. Uh, Beckway is located not far from Trinidad and Tobago and just east of Barbados. Um, I decided to come here in 2004 first to build a villa it happened to be a resort uh, and not so small either and uh, I have been ongoing construction here for the last seven years but it's completed now and the whole idea with the thing is that uh, it should be a Caribbean resort it should reflect the style of the island where we stand now was before a swamp and a, a almond forest the almond forest is still there with some very nice white cedar trees and the swamp has been um, <coughs> um, drained and now we have landscaped it with plenty of flowers and we also have made the fruit gardens and uh, a very nice building. So while we walk um, towards um, the, <coughs> uh, the welcoming part we have installed the fountain mm -hmm. and um, Nothing is easy here in the Caribbean. Of course, when we installed a beautiful, nice fountain, it's leaking. <laughs> <laughs> so we, so we had to go back here to empty it, and uh, see where how we could uh, fix that. But um, and uh, we're coming into a reception building that's been a little bit modelled by um, uh, Mustik, and uh, it's the Messel design. Uh, Beckway is located; it's the closest island to the. Mystic Island is just opposite uh, our beach and um, it's 13 miles away only and you could go there with a speedboat or there are regular tours with a schooner sailing there once a week with tourists. Anyway, um, I shouldn't talk about Mystic but if I mentioned it about 50 years ago there was a, a gentleman called Colin Tennant. He um, bought a mosquito-infested island here in the Caribbean and created a luxury village for a lot of his royal friends and others in the UK. And um, he um, found out to get some celebrities there. So he got Mick Jagger, David Bowie and other people. And uh, while most of them are still there, and they've been added since with t like Tommy Hilfiger's and uh, Shakira and a lot of other people and even some of the English royals used to regularly visit it. Anyway, he uh, brought in a theatre designer to design. The building's very nice. And the, the, so that's the style I've adopted here in Beckwe on my buildings. With cornerstones, with gingerbread, 
very bit classical mm -hmm. um, Caribbean. And so that's why the reception building we're walking into now is a model of the, a little bit modeled from the cotton house main room there, mm -hmm. where is the reception and main restaurant. It was an old cotton house. So it's a um, wooden floor, a lot of artifact, artifacts. Uh, and uh, so here, here uh, in this one, I have a co private collection of old suitcases. It's like people that um, came but never left. So the suitcases we yeah. put on a shelf. Yeah. Even though this is modern construction, but it does have that traditional feel as you walk through. And we're standing here right in the reception building uh, where there is a reading room with a typical Caribbean-style furniture, uh, books. And so it's, it's meant to really put one in a very relaxed mode to almost decouple from the rest of the world when one comes. Yeah, and in front of us is actually, um, uh, I had commissioned a picture like Begui Beach Hotel. It's, uh, it's made by an American artist uh, called um, Kerner Eriksson, and he's doing old-fashioned travel posters. He's based in Santa Barbara. And the one I commissioned here is a part of our beach bar, the beach, uh, and some lovely flowers and fruits here in the 1950s, 1960s style. So the whole hotel is a little bit retro. The idea with the reception is to be in the center of the resort. So when you're, um, so, so when you come uh, out of the reception, you have the beautiful gardens and all the buildings. Uh, seen from there and we also see the in the distance uh, we see Mystique and in front of us mm -hmm. just is the main pool and, and then we should, we should maybe walk down to the beach. Okay. Now these uh, grounds are rather lush, uh, you've, you've kept a lot of the palm trees and uh, just, just a lot of the vegetation here to, to really keep the property green. Yes, it's uh, we brought in uh, a lot of flowers. Uh, I planted about 4,000 bushes and flowers uh, quite recently, all from St. Vincent and, and Bequi, and palm trees, and, and uh, just uh, made it. So it should be a lush uh, gardens. It's about, it covers about eight acres, the gardens and the grounds. And it, the idea is to have it beautifully landscaped, and, and just uh, even if, well, even if you're pretty full uh, you wouldn't see so much people everyone should have their own space and they would be able to do what they uh, want to do if you just want to lie the pool uh, go in the water at the beach or take a walk along the 900 meter um, whatever that's about half a mile uh, crescent sh shaped um, friendship beach in front mm -hmm. of us the water and climate is almost perfect down here it's same temperature in the water as in the air and, and around um, 82-83 grade Fahrenheit mm -hmm. all year round. Now how many rooms and, and villas are there on a the property? We have 41 suites and we have six uh, villas or two, two, uh, two bedroom villas with our own small pool and three one bedroom bungalows and then we have a big estate villa with our own uh, kitchens that's four bedroom and that I hope to open that to Christmas New Year. People can really have a very uh, warm 
feeling here without being overwhelmed by so much here and 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 that seems to be a purposeful concept behind your philosophy here at Beckway Beach. Yeah, I traveled uh, before I settled down in Beckway. I actually resident here now. This is a bit of a retirement project, uh, and, and uh, I traveled extensively in the Caribbean and also all over the world. So my idea with this resort was were to build the perfect resort. So I've not been in the resort business before, but I've been in the property real estate business, and. Um, I decided from the, my all experience around the world in Indian Ocean and the States and so on to pick the best of every place to create the rooms, to create the restaurants and just do it my way, that's uh, old Frank Sinatra said. And if you like it, you like it, if you don't, I mean, there are hundreds of places to go to, but I must say most people uh, like it really. It's very comfortable and, and it's and very friendly people here. We, coming down to this long sandy beach. Yeah, no. One of the things about uh, your resort, we are close to the beach, but your villas overlook the beach, and so there are oceanfront views from very much, pretty much every every room on the mm. property, and, and there are just these huge um, glass pane doors that allow one to have this almost picture postcard view of, uh, of Friendship Bay and the Atlantic side of of Beckway. Yeah, we um, that's when I came at first here. I came sailing here, and in, in, uh, first time was 21 years ago, and I thought it was a very nice island. Uh, it, it's a little bit stuck in time. Um, you have because it's so small, only 5,000 people. Um, and uh, no daily papers, not in the whole country, for example. They they very much kept to themselves, and uh, it's a bit of paradise, Caribbean island. But uh, the the negative things is a little bit difficult to get to. You had to travel via other islands, either via Saint Vincent or Barbados uh, and Saint Lucia. But if it will never be a mass market, in if it would, it would never be a paradise. Now, one of the things that sort of as we mentioned about the lush green grounds here is that this actually is a green resort, whether intentionally or not. You capture your own fresh rainwater. You you grow many of uh, many vegetables here. You have your own almond trees and so forth. Uh, talk to us about some of those uh, things that really make this place very friendly to the environment here. Yeah, we had originally, um, uh, the island has no running water uh, and uh, sewage systems. So you had to create everything from scratch. Uh, so for the water here, and instead of doing a desalination plant, I did it the old-fashioned way that what I did in the Caribbean. I built water tanks under each building, and I learned very quickly that don't, when you do a water tank, do it properly in concrete. If you have it leaking, when you need the water, there's no water, and when, the, when it's rain a lot, it's full of uh, contaminated water from the ground around. So, I've done water uh, tanks under each and every building, and I've done a, a water net between, so I could send water between the buildings. Uh, so it's only rainwater we drink here and we shower in, and it's so clean air because there's no industry, uh, the closest industry down in Trinidad, and South America, because we are in the middle of the ocean. So. 
And then I all uh, to save electricity, I uh, installed solar uh, panels for all hot water mm. for use to showers. And um, other thing to avoid imported food, we buy everything: the lobster for the fishermen. The waters are full of lobster here, and uh, and fish. So that's a lot on the menu. We buy local vegetables. We grow some. And the rest we buy locally from Beckwe or the nearby island of St. Vincent uh, that has very fertile soil. And all, um, all workers here are local. We have a few foreigners only. But, um, and like toilets, they're especially imported from Sweden, so they take only one third of the, of the water. And that's more to conserve the, uh, pressure, uh, the, the, the very uh, water, few water we have, so not uh, use it excessively. And we have showers everywhere rather than baths. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have the swimming pool, okay, they take a bit of water, but uh, um, it rains a bit sometimes here, so uh, we're quite short of water now, but I hope that will change. Mm -hmm. Now, one of the things about this, this resort is that, uh, unlike a lot of other places that just encourage their guests to, to stay at the resort, you have activities here, you've got pools, you've got this wonderful beach, You've got some dining options, but you also really are sustainable in that this property is helping to support the rest of the island in terms of commerce and uh, business activity as well. And so this is a place where people can come but are also free to explore the island from here and explore the restaurants and go into town where the ferries come in. Yes, we have two good restaurants here uh, at uh, this season and a very nice beach bar. But there are about 15 good restaurants in Bekwi and to also let the smaller, uh, lo to let the locals have a share of the, uh, the, the part. We, we encourage people to test some of the, the some of the island to go out to the local restaurants to sample their food and there's like family restaurants. Yeah, and it's the the first um, pizzeria in the Caribbean, for example. Uh, it's located here in Beckway, and um, five years ago, New York Times regarded it as one of the first best five best pizzerias in the world. Mm -hmm. What uh, was quite amusing, and uh, their specialty is lobster pizza. But that's a whole other story. And then we uh, there's excursion. One of the excursion we recommend is uh, take an old schooner that was built here on the shores in Friendship and go down to Tobago Keys, which is a nature reserves and have one of the best snorkeling waters in the world. You snorkel with turtles and uh, that's a full day trip and you get uh, food, rum punch and uh, swimming and a good company aboard. That, so there's plenty of other things also to do here Now you've also got entertainment too for, uh, for your guests uh, with uh, some local artists artists as well and you also do some things that uh, again put your imprimatur with the uh, community, uh, community such as the uh, music festival in Beckway and the Easter uh, yachting traditions here. Mm -hmm. We have, um, uh, we participate, firstly we have entertainment uh, twice weekly in the evenings and on Sunday uh, afternoon. It's just local bands uh, playing here reggae music and um, uh, some evergreens one of them and the third have a, a, a little bit uh, a funny guy singing his own songs about Beckwe 
and uh, it's quite amusing. Uh, these, uh, and there's also a tradition here of country music here in Beckwith, which you found extremely odd. And that's the reason was that because in the 1950s, 60s, there was no electricity here. And, but they got transistor radios, and the only station they could get into was the American country uh, station that played country music. <laughs> That's why we have a very good country band here in Beck, yeah. where they used to come and play for us as well. You don't expect it, but that's reality here. Yeah. Now, this resort really is a family affair. Your, your son, your daughter, your wife, they've all... Uh, managed aspects of this. They've uh, put their imprimatur on the design, the furnishings, and so forth. So this really is a a, a personal manifestation of, uh, of of your vision here, and you brought your family into it as as well. Yes, that's correct. Um, um, it's my vision of, as I mentioned, Beckwith Beach Hotel should be the perfect resort. And um, uh, we do it our way, and uh, I think that um, the, we, we have chosen high-end furniture, most Tommy Bahama uh, from the States, and Bauer, uh, and uh, Lane Venture, and Swedish uh, beds uh, uh, called the Ducks, and, and we've gone really high-end, and the rooms are spacious. I think, I believe in the future people will r require good quality on everything and also to have um, to have everything uh, uh, durable and not just not go in of what's uh, the, the thing of the day just do it uh, a little bit uh, differently uh. Bent Morstead of Beckway Beach uh, we're enjoying uh, just the beautiful sounds here along Friendship Bay we thank you for being with us today on World Footprints Thank you very much for coming here, and uh, we, we, if you want to something different and visit the old Caribbean, the Caribbean, how it used to be, uh, Bekwe might be the place. Thank you very much for Thank coming. You. Thank you. Thank you. After the break, we'll get the inside scoop on Palm Island Resort here in the Southern Grenadines as we head over to the reception house to meet the private island general manager, Chris Gita and possibly play a round of Palm Island Golf. Next, as World Footprints continues. Hey, this is Amy. I'm from Manitoba. Woo, Manitoba. I love listening to World Footprints Radio. It rocks my socks. Seeking paradise, a little romance, echo adventures, or pristine waters and beaches. You'll find it all on the islands of St. Vincent and the Grenadines. A tropical paradise of 32 beautiful Caribbean islands is waiting to offer you endless possibilities. Experience a sailing paradise, explore uninhabited islands, or many quiet moments. I'm Tanya Fitzpatrick with World Footprints, and before you can just say, ah, you must discover paradise at discoversvg.com. I am Marlon Joseph from the St. Vincent and the Grenadines Tourism Authority. We had a wonderful time with Tanya and Ian Fitzpatrick of World Footprints. And we are encouraging, well, inviting you to come down to St. Vincent and the Grenadines and see exactly what we have to offer. And now, more of World Footprints Radio with your hosts, Tanya and Ian Fitzpatrick. And welcome back to World Footprints. I'm Ian Fitzpatrick. The private island of Palm Island in the Southern Grenadines and the Palm Island Resort is our final stop on the tour. 
The resort is an eco-friendly, all-inclusive 135-acre resort that is intimate. We've made our way from the beach to the reception house here at Palm Island, where General Manager Chris Gita joins us to give us the keys to the island. Chris, thank you for being with us on World Footprints. You've got a beautiful resort here. It is truly Shangri-La for visitors. Uh, talk to us about the philosophy behind Palm Island. Palm Island is only 135 acres uh, located in the southern Grenadines. We pride ourselves on um, the, 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 the scenic aspects of the island. Um, it's an island where you come and you only expect peace, tranquility, uh, just a chill factor. Uh, no television, no phones, nothing um, you know that is going to make your vacation any more complicated. We also you know, uh, are very indigenous in our production. We, we try as much as possible to provide all our clients you know, far and wide, um, organic food. Uh, we have a very Afro-Caribbean menu. We have uh, two restaurants, um, uh, boats of lunch, one of which is open for dinner. The other one is open uh, maybe two nights of the week for dinner as well. The island in itself, a total of 78 staff members on island. 26, um, I will say, of the technical ones are from mainland St. Vincent. And the others are from Union Island. But altogether, it's a, it's a lovely bunch of people who pride themselves on service delivery and making sure your every expectation is met on a destination where peace and tranquility is the same. So, Chris, first want to know what your story is, because everybody has a story here. A lot of, you know, I would assume a lot of the visitors here come here for a specific purpose, maybe to find themselves, maybe to just relax, but what is your story? What brought you here? I'll tell you. I'm, I'm from the neighboring island of Grenada, which isn't too far away from me, actually just 32 miles down. Uh, in 2004, actually, I was offered a, a job on this island to be the F&B director. Now, being a person who, you know, is a little petrified of the sea, uh, I got a ride to this island on a, on a dinghy or a speedboat. And actually, when I got here, my tie, I remember my shirt, my tie was, was, was wet and salty, and my face was filled with, with uh, all the, the, the skirmish from the ride coming up from uh, P.D. Martinic and Caracol. And I said to myself um, at the end of the interview with Mr. Rob Barrett, um, the owner of the island, I said to him, look, this is a place I love to be. But the sea, I just don't do small boats. So he did promise me I was going to go back down on a bigger boat that I'll appreciate a, lot, a whole lot more. So my return to Palm Island wouldn't be so you know, extraordinary as it was in the initial stage. Now, when I got to Grenada, I have to say I thought about it long and hard, and I said, you know what? I just remember that speedboat all too well and how wet and salty I was on my arrival at Palm Island, and I just would not be back on Palm Island. Um, not too long after that, actually, it must have been about three and a half years I, I, you know, after I left Grenada working for Peter de Savary. I worked in St. Lucia with the government doing customer service training and working with uh, the village and spa was the operation manager there. And one day I got this call from Rob Bart and he said to me, his secretary actually, and she said to me, um, Mr. Bart would like you to pick him up at the airport. And I dropped what I was doing and I went down to the airport, I picked him up and we went to that lovely restaurant called um, the Coal Pot in St. Lucia. And we sat there for a while, and he started pulling out all his guests coming here, and he said, this is Palm Island, and I want you to go to manage Palm Island. So I thought about it, and my next question was, um, bigger boats? And he said, yes. <laughs> and I'm back on Palm Island. I've been here actually for three years. <laughs> wow. Yes. Well, we thoroughly enjoyed our boat ride here, and that's part of the experience is that, yes, it is an island, and therefore you have to arrive by boat. Yes. And so we uh, took a short flight from St. Vincent uh, to the Union Island Airport, and then from there we caught 
a golf cart from the airport to the Anchorage Marina and then boarded a boat. And uh, one of the things about Palm Island, even though we understand there are a few Jeeps here, but most of the transport on this 130-some acre island is by golf cart. That's absolutely correct. And, and the way you came in uh, is exactly how all our clients comes in. They go down the Twin Otter in Barbados, and the journey takes about 45 minutes to Union Island. Uh, and the boat ride is just about seven minutes over to Palm. Um, in truth and in fact, I will say, I, w- I, w- I will defer a little, I will say most of my clans, or if not all of my clans, they get around on, f- on feet. Okay. Um, we have a couple golf carts, two of which I will use for the villas, but, you know, even that, you know, sometimes the clan said, well, you know what, it's only 135 acres, we really don't need a golf cart. But, you know, because, you know, in the night after you drink and eat at a bar, you want to, you know, relax to get to the villa as opposed to walking it out, out to the villa, and it's pretty dark in the night as well. Um, I think they use, the use of the golf cart comes into effect. But other than that, um, the majority of the clans, they get thrown on, on foot, and, um, and they're happy to do that because they're in a peaceful, tranquil setting where all they think about is just relaxation and comfort, and the easiest thing to do is to take a stroll around the island. I want to talk a little bit about the architecture here. It, you know, it's very islandish, and I, that's not a, a, a proper phrase, I know, or description, but it's it's very islandish, and I'm curious what, if anything, influenced the architecture. It's very uh, aesthetically pleasing. But I know a couple of other places that we've been to on this trip have modeled after another island that everybody knows about, Mystique. What has been the influence here? I tell you, because of the proximity to, um, to the sea, Remember, it's only 135 acres, so the proximity to, 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 to the sea, you cannot really go entirely lavish or almost lavish in terms of your setting. So you want to have um, 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 supplies and, um, and, and, and your, your, your fittings or the outfit of the hotel should be um, conducive to salt and seawater and just the, the raw um, warmth of the, of the salt water. Uh, so you'll find that um, we went for a more of a rustic charm. So you have uh, the, the finish that is, I mean, it's beautiful. But again, the proximity to the sea blast and, you know, uh, how quick things can get corroded on the island. You want to go for something that is solid but simple in that peaceful, tranquil setting. So I would say the, the, the whole theme of the island, uh, and don't get me wrong, it can be, um, you, it can be a five-star setting with, you know, molten brown and all the best amenities and faucets and fixtures around the world. But when you put that in, you'll find out that the maintenance, it's a lot more, it's a lot more, um, it's, a, it's a lot more tedious, it's a lot more time-consuming, and, you know, you don't want to be in your room, and we have to interrupt you to do your safe maybe two, three times, because we've got this big electronic safe that, you know, uh, or, or maybe the, the, the fans, or maybe the telephone system in the room. Um, so, again, because of the, 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 how resistant they are to the sea blast, we, we go for simple things, Elegant, simple, but to give you that rustic charm, that rustic feel in the environment you're in. One of the things that's unique about this place, almost every room type here has its own little private space, whether it's a little terrace or a, or a balcony with uh, chairs and so forth that allow people to enjoy the ocean and the sea nearby. And that's, that's one of the unique things. Talk to us about the multiplicity of uh, room types that you have here that really meet to any kind of need, particularly those looking for a romantic escape. Absolutely. Well, to begin with, uh, we have four levels of suites, um, but um, ideally, um, as you would have mentioned, they're very, they're very private and uh, they're, very, they're very romantic, and it, 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 it allows for two persons to connect because the space is just about enough in the room. Um, it is very user-friendly. 
um, you'll find that um, the, 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 even your, your footpaths getting into the room, um, it almost allows just for two persons to walk and not so much people to be on your footpath. Um, so it's a very, it's a very, the, the settings is done in such a way that when you get to this island, it has to be a couple's resort. It has to be somebody that connects with somebody or is looking forward to connect with somebody. So that's where you find the deco in the room. It is very chic. It is very um, rustic, but chic. And um, also the, the layout of the room, it, it's very intimate. It's, you have your own private feel. Um, if you go from the, the lowest category, you know, which is our palm view, you have a very lavish um, bathroom inside of there with a tub. Um, you would think, well, a minute, well, wait a minute, um, we don't have a family here, but it's pretty big. But again, just looking at the layout, it allows for two people to connect just from about any area in the room. And if you go to a highest category, let's, let's just take the, uh, the C-Grip suite. You have a, a pretty big bathtub, pretty big bathroom, again, walk-in shower. And even, again, the entrance to your room, it might be very narrow, where two people can just connect and get into the room. And then you get in there, you have that big you know, um, space, and it's just for you. And um, it is just what we promote. Intimacy, we attract the honeymooners, we attract the... the, 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 the um, people who wants to get married on the island and we attract you know a, a lot of couples who just want to spend time in their own space with them and that's that's what we aim to provide and what about some of the guests who you know want to come for the privacy the luxury and just the relaxation but they also want to experience the culture what sets this island apart to let the visitors know we're in the west indies versus we're in hawaii or any other beautiful island out there I will have to say the gracious personalities, the employees. Um, to begin with, in my recruitment process, I recruit uh, personalities as opposed to recruiting skills. But what makes it very easy for me and even my clients, um, the friendliness and the warmth of this, uh, you know, I will just say Union Island and St. Vincent, which is a territory we're in right now, the, the, the warmth and the friendliness of these people is overwhelming. So getting to talk to them, they, they, make, they, they make themselves um, you know, very much um, apparent in your every area of the property, not intrusive, but they make themselves, themselves available so you can have an easy conversation with them. They're all very smiley, smiley faces. They pride themselves on what they have, they, they, how indigenous they are, the, 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 the Grenadines are. Um, the national dish, they will always be talking to you about the national dish. They'll always be talking to you about the turtles, the sandpipers, just the, 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 the settings in itself. They pride themselves on that, and they carry that with them in the jobs and in the smiles. And, and um, you know, they, that it, the service delivery is maybe one of the, um, the components that we, that we work on the most, but it's very easy to work on because already everybody is very receptive and very fun and friendly, so it's very easy to introduce a new concept and say this is how this concept is going to be worked, and they embrace it as theirs, and they take it as, as the process that this is what is going to make my guests happier, and then they aim to provide that with you, but they don't lose themselves in the culture. They always want to tell you about the culture, where they're from, what they're doing, what happens to the turtles when it nests, you know, what is the nesting season, what happened to the lobsters, where can you snorkel, yeah, what do you get in the sea, and this is something that is filtered from top down, bottom up throughout the entire resort. And then all the beautiful artwork that we see around in every single room in the, this beautiful open-air lobby that we find ourselves in right now. The, the, as you rightfully mentioned, um, Dr. Patrick Chevalier, he's the, um, he's, the, he's the island artist, and he's very famous for um, doing all his, um, doing all his um, this, this coral paintings and this sea life paintings. And um, uh, we, 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 we could not have chosen a better person who also um, is a, a very good character. Um, he's, uh, he's French, uh, he also, um, you know, he's been a doctor for all his life, a family doctor, and um, he has that passion for painting, and uh, he will, anything passes, a, a gecko lizard passes, a sandpiper passes, and he has the opportunity to sit down for five minutes, he will do the sketch, 
And then two days later, you enter his gallery and you say, Doc, I saw you looking yesterday. What were you looking at? This is what I was looking at. And we'll hold that pin in our and it will be the most amazing thing. But um, again, you know, in keeping with the theme of the island, um, that, 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 that rustic charm and that feel whereby it's a nature reserve, because that's what we promote, peacefulness, you know, um, tranquility, wildlife, marine life. So in keeping with all of that, we've had a very, you know, a very, um, a very good doctor and a very good artist to bind all this, um, this, 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 this natural aspects and put it into glorious or glorified paintings. And then we transcend it into a guest room, and then it turns, you know, the wildlife center of, um, of the Grenadines. Well, one of the things about coming to work each and every day for you, you are you are here on this island. You get to enjoy the beauty of this and to interact with all of these guests uh, and all of the visitors from all over the world, and you get to leave this indelible impression on them. That has to make you feel good about coming in each and every day and just really sharing your little part of the world with uh, the rest of us because this is truly remarkable for those who can come here and experience this. Absolutely. I, I am very energized. Um, you know, um, just the feeling of, um, of n- the feeling knowing that I have clients coming in, it excites me and my employees to get out there to welcome them to this island. The feeling knowing that they're living and we know we are 100% certain we want them to come back, it gives me that energy to get out to the jetty to say goodbye and thank you and do come again. So um, my clients energize me. My staff also, maybe I will say, is the, is the hallmark of my experience here because again you know as I mentioned before the personality is you know it, it, it excites me it's a, a, a you know a part of the Caribbean we have worked you know as a group of people that have worked with and have enjoyed it totally um, they, they, they're, they're very sincere they're very um, receptive uh, they're very enthusiastic they have a lot of wisdom and they have a you know they, they have that ex- they have that facial expression that says I'm yearning for more knowledge and I as a consultant myself, because I, I did um, teaching for quite some time, I am very energized to get up my bed every morning and get out here, meet my employees, know exactly how I can give them, you know, positive, you know, uh, reinforcement in the, you know, in the, in the, in the different job, you know, just descriptions. And, you know, then we look forward to our guests coming and leaving. It excites me. Now, you've got a lot of recreational offerings here, but there's this pretty unique sport I understand you have called Palm Island Golf. You actually have golf here, but people describe it as a special kind of golf. What is Palm Island Golf? Palm Island Golf is, you know, a very, it's a very, very special golf. I used to begin with, Tiger Woods never came. <laughs> so I say, I, say, I say to all my clients who is very energized about playing golf, I say to them, when you get to that area and you see that big question mark, it says it all. When you start driving or pitching from one hole to the other, if you get to that green and you didn't see that ball, it means the iguanas that live in the territory, they might have taken the ball off the, the green, or the crabs might have taken the balls off the green. So you have a lot of characters on the golf course. Oh. So it's, 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 it's really not a golf course where you expect to go there and uh, through 50 yards and put your best iron in and your best shot in. Don't expect that. We do have golf clubs, by the way. But when you get there, you're playing with the iguanas, you're playing with the crabs, <laughs> and you're in for a real treat. Oh, my goodness. Talk about course hazards. This, uh, this added dimension of ball thieves is uh, something one has to watch out Chris Gita, the general manager of Palm Island Resort, we thank you so much for being with us on World Footprints today. It's a great pleasure having you. I really do hope you enjoy your hospitality, you know, the hospitality with you with us, and I do hope you come again. Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed our tour of the fine resorts of St. Vincent in the Grenadines. 
If you'd like more World Footprints Radio, including our World Footprints Travel Report, giving you the latest breaking travel news, visit us at worldfootprints.com. And while there, make sure you subscribe to our newsletter and follow us on our Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest pages. We're Tanya and Fitzpatrick, and we wish you blue skies and purposeful travel that leaves positive footprints one step at a time. Hi guys, my name is Sandy Best, the Sandy Best from Lake Louise. Where's Lake Louise? It's in Alberta. Alberta's in Canada, Banff National Park, natural beauty. The only place you should go with is World Footprints Radio. They spend their time looking at those special places that are not tourist traps, There are not thousands of people. For the best on the planet, go with World Footprints Radio. World Footprints Radio is a presentation of Travel and On Media Productions, LLC. All rights reserved.